Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Kaden, and today I am back with a, another book-related episode. So this episode is going to be, you know, one of those crossover episodes with Kaden's Corner and The Chat with Kaden, of course, because Kaden's Corner is a segment on The Chat with Kaden. Um, my first episode back to the chat with Kaden um, for the new year was another book-related episode, so I'm very much not surprised that today's episode is book-related as well. Then again, I love books, so I'm not really surprised about it in general. Today, if you cannot read um, or you're just picking some random episode to start listening to here, but... Today's episode is going to be both a book haul, where I talk about the three books I got at Barnes & Noble this past week, which I'm going to talk about that because I had fun and I love books. And so there's like an insight to one of the books and what else I'm going to talk about in today's episode um, that have to go together. But the other half of today's episode, or the rest of the episode, because I'm pretty sure my book haul is just going to take like 15 minutes, 20 minutes of the latest probably. Um... I'm going to be doing a review on the second book in the Sweet Magnolia series. I know it's taken me a while, and this is this is the first book review of 2022. It was in my TBR. Um, again, if you do not know what TBR means, because I've had to explain it to a few people when talking about my podcast and stuff in general, but TBR means to be read. So, that was last episode. That was the very first episode, I believe, of 2022. I did a TBR of 2022 and I talked about all the books and what my what all the books that I would like to read this year and I got three more you know just adding to that collection but before we get started I just wanted to say that I'm very very excited because season two of Sweet Magnolias comes out on Friday um I'm recording this on a day off of school and work and etc this is, I'm recording this on Wednesday, and I'm hoping just to get this up unedited and just just to go and flow with it and just post it as is. So this hopefully will be up by Thursday, um, but I'm very, very excited because if you have not seen Sweet Magnolias, it is on Netflix. Um, it is so, so, it's such a good show. I love it so much. Um, the actors are incredible. Just the storyline, like, oh my god, I love it so much. And they're, they're People think I'm crazy, and I've explained this to many people, because, like, I've even gotten made fun of, not really made fun of, but, like, just, like, my grandma said that she, like, she would never do it, or that she doesn't really understand why I do it, because you're, like, getting two different stories in your head, but I love reading, I love seeing the difference between the movie and the TV show, and there's a bunch of differences, and I'd really rather read the book and see what's happening in the books than the TV show because the TV show is so much different. So much has happened in these two books that has not happened or some form of it has happened in the TV show. So very interesting, very interesting. Um, but season two comes out on Friday and I'm very excited because we're going to finally find out who was in the car because so my friend and I were talking about it on FaceTime last night and Kyle was in the car, but there was one other person in the car, and so her and I were just, were talking, and she thinks it's, um, his, his girl best friend, 
which is not Annie. It's this other girl. It's like, I believe it's, um, the mayor's daughter, I believe. I'm not sure, but it's like, um, it's just, it's a, it's Kyle's friend who I believe she likes Kyle, but Kyle's not interested in her and they take, they take Ty's keys and they like take his car. But which, what doesn't make sense to me, which I was kind of explaining to her last night was like, how did they get the car? Like if Ty, like, cause the final scene, bef like one of the final scenes that you see them all together before the crash, before they get like the call and stuff is, um, them all chasing after Kyle and this girl, um, out of the house. So obviously they like, where are they? Like they just didn't stay there. They would have probably all gotten into their cars and gone because like that doesn't make sense otherwise. So I'm just gonna, I, so I am excited to see what's gonna happen um, and find out who was in the car. So yeah. So I just want to talk about that before I get into the little book haul from Saturday, which I was really excited about. So, um, I went to the Barnes & Noble on Saturday. I, my whole goal was to get three books that I had wanted to get, um, for my, um, for my birthday. Yes, my birthday or Christmas. And I didn't get the books for birthday or Christmas, um, so I, I still wanted them. I also got this other book. I only got two of the books that I wanted for Christmas. And I got the, the third book I got because it's the third book in the only series and I finished. Yeah. So anyways, um, so I went and I got these two books, two are mysteries. One is a romance and I thought it was really funny because I went with one of my friends met me there and, um, he had asked me if, um, like, one, he had asked me, like, how long it takes me to get through a book. I was like, oh, usually five days if I'm really into it. It takes me longer if I'm, like, not into it or I'm busy. But then, when I was looking for this, for the third Super Magnolia's book, he, um, asked me if this, these books have, like, any, if, if I'm reading any books that are, like, dirty or whatever but he didn't say that he got he, he just kind of like hinted at it even though I, I knew what he was talking about I was like um no but I did not realize because I I haven't read the first book in a year I love it so much my favorite book though and then I read this book and there is a sexy scene just saying but so I didn't even didn't even um think about that and I thought about it after once I read it I was like oh well I guess I lied so yeah, I thought that was funny. But anyways, so I got two, three, three bucks. I got three bucks. I got The Rocky Road Ruin by Mary Allen. Cheryl Woods, The um, Sionalia's, the third book in the series, um, Feels Like Family. And the second book in the um, Seeker Book in Scone Society ser um, series called Whispered Word. I already have this first and the third book, but I never had the second book, so I got the second. So I got the second one, and I'm excited about that because I kind of am gonna decide if I want to take a break and read one of the other books that I have from my TBR, or read like the th the next book in this series. Who knows? But. Uh, I'm just going to talk quickly about these three books and then we're going to get on the road to the mini review so I can talk and just like, just like deal out 
everything that I have to do with that book because it was really cute and I can't tell if I how much I enjoyed it to be honest so I'm, I just want to like dish it out um so yeah so the first book that I'm gonna talk about is called The Whispered Word it is by Ellery Adams I don't know if I said the author the first time when I introduced it but it's about it's by Ellery Adams this is the second book in the series and it says Nora Pennington owner of Miracle Books believes that a well-chosen novel can bring healing and hope but she and the other members of the secret book and scone society know that sometimes practical help is needed too such is the case with the re with the reed thin girl hiding in the fiction series of Nora's store wearing a hospital id and a patchwork of faded bruises she calls herself abilene and won't reveal much else and when a customer is found dead in an in an assumed homicide nora uncovers an, a connection that points to abilene as either a suspect or another target after a second death hits town nora and her in, interpret an intrepid i i can't speak today i can't even like think of words correctly anyways um friends must help the new girl the new greenhorn sheriff discern fact from fiction and stop a killer intent and uh, stop a killer intent on bringing another victim story to a close this book sounds really interesting um the cover i like every time a cover has like food on it. it just makes me hungry but i have not read the first book in the series yet but it sounds so good and i want to read it so bad so maybe i'll read that first before i go into romance i'm not sure we're gonna i'm gonna you know debate it out on my instagram so go check it out go check out the chat with Kaden podcast um for more updates on such that um so yeah so so then you get because uh, I would really like help choosing the next book because I'm just gonna ask a bunch of people be like hey and yeah so um this was the first book it's called the whispered word and I'm gonna link I'll link all the books down in the episode notes below so all three I'll just link like Mary um Ellery Adams website but this book is called the whispered word the next book that I got I can't tell, I can't tell, hold I, I'm gonna stop, I can't tell if someone is whispering, like, whispering, whistling, and it's just picking up, like, perfectly into the, um, microphone, or it's kind of like, um, just like my fan or something, I have no clue, um, but, so yeah, so, <laughs> the next book is called The Rocky Road to Ruin, it says, Riley Rhodes, travel food blogger and librarian at the CIA, makes a, a bittersweet return to her childhood home of Penny, Pennyman, Connecticut, land of dairy farms and covered bridges, for a funeral. Despite the circumstances, Riley's trip home is sprinkled with reunions with with reunions with old friends, visits her, to her father's cozy bookshop on the town green, and joyful hours behind the counter at the beloved, utterly delicious ice cream shop. It feels like a time to help her friend Caroline rebuild after her mother's death, and for Riley to do a bit of her own reflecting after a botched un undercover mission in Italy. After, after all, it's always good to be home. But Caroline and her brother Mike have to decide what to do with the assets they've inherited, the ice cream shop as well as the farm they grew up on, and they've never seen eye to eye. Shovel begins to swirl as Riley is spooked by reports of a stranger camping behind the farm 
by and by the odd behavior of the shop's mascot, Caroline's snooty Persian sprinkles. When Mike turns up dead in the barn the morning after the funeral, the peace and quiet of Pennyman seems appended for good. Can Riley find the killer before another body gets scooped? Oh my god, this book sounds so, so good. It's really sad that, the, like, the um, pages are so bound tight in this tiny little book, but it sounds so good. Like, I had read it before, and it sounded so good, and now it just sounds even better. Also, my that was my phone that fell. It fell off my leg, but um, this book is the first in the this new series. I'm hoping it's a continuation. It literally sounds so good. I kind of am thinking about reading a mystery next. I do not know. I really don't. I was also debating on getting the next book in the um, Beyond the Beyond a Page of Bookstore Mystery while I was there, um, but I didn't. But this book sounds so so good. Again, if you're interested into in what you heard, this book is called The Rocky Road Ruin, Rocky Road to Ruin by Mary Allen. And if you're interested, you can check it out in the episode notes below. And the final book in my little haul of an episode section segment part of the episode i don't know um is the third book in the sweet magnolia series this book is called sweet sweet magnolias feels like family by cheryl woods and i am not really sure how i'm gonna like this like the formatting of this but anyways this book is about helen decatur and i had a feeling i like i don't i just i kind of think i'm going to stop reading the series after the second book because i've already looked up the fourth book and it kind of like goes off and starts focusing on another character in in um in um 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 um, um serenity and i don't really know if i want that right now but i have a lot to talk about for this book so we'll get there but this book is called feels like family and it says helen decatur spent a lifetime setting goals getting through college and law school opening her own practice becoming financially secure and establishing herself as one of the most highly respected divorce attorneys in the state of south carolina achieving those goals was a breeze compared to the one she's faced with now the most driven and cynical of the magnolias helen is 42 single and suddenly ready for the family she's put on the back burner for all these years Unfortunately, having a child at her age comes with lots of complications, not the least of which is the absence of a serious relationship in her life. Handling so many divorces has has left her skeptical about love, but Helen's not the type of woman to wait around for her fate to step in. Taking charge of her own destiny puts her at odds with her two best friends and sets sets sparks flying with a man who claims he doesn't want a family and nothing turns out like she planned. This book is called Feels Like Family. It's by um, Cheryl Woods, and this is the third book in the Sweet Magnolia series. So I definitely do recommend reading the Sweet Magnolia series. Um, it is so, so good. I also do recommend um, watching it, but reading it is so much better. It's so much better. There's like things like, oh, it's so much better. I do love, I did. I do love having like the actors in mind when I'm reading the books because then I see them as they were on TV and it just like makes it so much better in my opinion. But this book sounds so good and I'm really interested in hearing Helen Decatur's story. So we'll see if I end up reading this book next, but I'll update you guys in the next episode on that. Next episode will probably be a review of the next book I re- read, but who knows? Who knows where, where we are in the next episode because I don't even know how long it's been since I recorded and posted the first time, let alone 
where I'm at now. But yes, so before we get into today's review, I just want to say that I it literally took me forever to finally find the um five and a half by five at least five and a half by eight um size book that I really like. It's it's like perfect. It's big. It's like beautiful kiss it so good anyway so i have three of the same book this is um a slice of heaven it is the second book in the sweet magnolia series i originally wanted the original cover for for the third book but i had to settle with the um netflix version so kind of crappy about that but i have the new like the updated version of the cover of sweet magnolia's the second like the third, second book in the series and i love so much like oh my god yes um so yeah so this book is set this book is about annie so it says when an and when an eating disorder threatens the life of chef dana sue sullivan's teenage daughter she has no choice but to bring annie's cheating dad back to serenity south carolina she tells herself and her friends it's all about annie but the sad truth is she has a boatload of unresolved feelings for of her own for ronnie sullivan from the moment Ronnie hits town, there's no question about his intentions. He's there for his daughter, to be sure, but he wants Dana Sue back. And for every and every move he makes is designed to prove he's a changed man. The one thing he's never that's never changed, though, are the sparks that fly whenever the two of them are in the same room. Dana Sue can deny all she wants that Ronnie's the only man for her, but not a single person in the town is buying it. No matter the circumstances, Ronnie's return is a sweet recipe for a new beginning. So this book was pretty interesting so it left off um it left off where the first book picked up and it's also i believe it's a much thicker book compared to the first one which i'm fine with this book was almost 400 pages um about i think it was about 3.95 if i remember correctly um but like it was so so good like i'm telling you like it was really good, but I don't, I don't know if it knocks out the two, the two or three books that are in the running for my favorite, to be honest, because Stealing Home was my, like, so, so good. This book, I don't know. Okay, but, um, so basically, it starts off, and it was boring, so, like, the first book, in my opinion, the first, first, and two, first one or two chapters of a book is kind of boring, because you're, it's just, like, character about character introductions and uh, like the setting up of um everything you're seeing and stuff like that so like the so the first two chapters of any book in my opinion is going to be a little boring because you're you're being introduced to everything before it sets off onto what the real reason you're here for so again just like the first book it was a little boring and i had to set it down and then i ended up coming back to it and i really liked it i started getting into it after the second chapter and i brought it on so I had finals last week and I brought it to finals. I read it. I my first finals were on Wednesday. So I read it first hour and second hour and like I got a few chapters in both. And then I brought it to school again Thursday for third and fourth and I read it third hour. It was I so good. And then Friday I brought it and I read it I read it fifth hour and sixth hour and it like I got far. And then I also brought it to work on Sunday, I believe I worked Sunday, 
I don't know if I worked Saturday night. I don't remember what I did, but I um, brought it to work Sunday and I read it on my hour break. So I like I read a lot, and so I was very close to being done in general. And I also I'm pretty sure like the past few days I don't remember exactly when I read the book last. I think it was Saturday, like once I got home from the bookstore because I went to the bookstore on Saturday. I read a lot. I was already almost halfway through my book in general, and then I just like read and I was like very much I was like um four four eighths I know seven eighths of the book book um done so like I had very little left to read after that and after Sunday so I like shot through it today and it was so good um but basically you're just watching you're watching Ronnie and Dana Sue learn each other again Dana Sue kind of annoyed me in a way because Dana Sue, she is very much a very, she's very hard-headed, she's very stubborn, um, she's very much, like, set her ways, she has this one goal in her head, and she's there, she was very much upset, and obviously, like, obviously, I'm not in the situation, I would never, I don't know if I would ever consider going back to an ex if they cheated on me, I don't know, I've never been in a situation like that, so I can't, you know, say Dana Sue did not do the right thing, but, her issues and the things that she was doing in her life had made her daughter, Annie, um, start to think that her husband and her dad, Ro um, Dana Sue's um, husband, Ronnie, and Annie's dad, um, leave was because um, Dana Sue had let herself go, in a sense, where she didn't really care about, she had put on weight, and so Annie viewed it as, like, I, well, I don't ever want to end up, like, I don't want to end up like my mom. So she basically, she gave herself anorexia. She forced, she purposefully stopped eating, whether it was, whether she, un, whether she understood it or not, um, or, or whether she realized that she was doing it on purpose or not, um, or doing it to the extent. And it got to the point where, um, she allowed her, her, um, Dana Sue allowed Annie to have some friends over, and if you have ever read Magnolias, you, or read or watched it, you know that Annie has a crush on Ty, and so that's a big part of the book, and I was very excited, and we'll get to that at the end, but I'm not going to spoil too much, even though it's my favorite part of the book. Um, basically, she ends up collapsing, Annie ends up collapsing, and she ends up, she went into cardiac arrest, so her heart stopped beating, and this is all because she wasn't getting enough nutrients into her body because she wasn't eating. She was very much avoiding all food. She would take a bite and then get sick because she was like, she ended up avoiding food for so long. It was kind of just, fight, her body was fighting it because she had this one goal in her mind. So she was put in the hospital and at first she didn't really believe that she was there because of it. She was very much going to... um start it again when she got out which I'm so thankful that this book kind of shows if you like has very much a voice for anyone who has eating disorder and so that it opened my eyes to like what someone could go through if they ever have this and it was very interesting um but um Dana Sue it took Matt I love Maddie but it took it it I, no but intended but she <laughs> it took Maddie's um like persuasion for her to call Ronnie in the first place because Ron she was not she was very much against having Ronnie there even though Ronnie is Annie's dad and she had a right to know 
Maddie, um, Dana Sue was very much against, she didn't really want Ronnie there, she didn't want to have any, like, she doesn't want to see him, because, again, he cheated on her, um, two years prior, I believe, and she's still living from the repercussions of that, um, so yeah, so, in, so when Ronnie comes back, Dana Sue and Ronnie kind of have this meet, and you're kind of going back and forth between hearing Ronnie's purview, pers, um, per, um, perception on things, and then, um, Dana Sue's, and even Annie's, which I loved, I love how you go back and forth between all three, um, which is beautiful, I loved it so much, but, um, so Dana Sue is kind of, like, struggling with the idea of even giving him back trust. Ronnie, his whole goal is to prove to Dana Sue that that he's there for her, that he's not leaving, that he's going to give everything he's got into giving her another chance and being there for them and all this stuff. And then Annie, in Annie's point of view, you're kind of, I said perception, I meant perspective. Anyways, um, and you're watching Annie kind of get better and you're seeing her struggles and everything that she's gone through. And she very much, she does admit to Ronnie that she, if she had the chance, so her so she doesn't so in the beginning she doesn't really believe that she has an eating disorder she believes that she's being pranked basically or that she's fine and that she's perfectly fine she still sees herself as fat and it took it took ty coming to the hospital to and basically getting it in her head and yelling at her for her to actually believe because she's basically in love with ty she's had a crush on him forever um and it takes her his persuasion and him getting mad at her, seeing the fear in his eyes, getting hit, getting her to see what he sees, um, for her to actually, like, believe it, and believe that she is sick, and so she honestly tells her dad after one of the eating sessions that she has with Dr. Lacey that she, um, that she, if she could have, she would have put everything in the toilet and like walked away um which she ended up doing at some point in, in the beginning she just like th threw it rolled it up spit it out, like there's like half turkey sandwich wrapped in a tissue and threw thrown in the trash next to her so because she has an eating disorder she has anorexia she um she and she was very much set in her ways where if they just let her go she would have probably ended up in the hospital and she may actually not have lived if this would have had to have if this would have happened again so she um when when finally happened when ty finally said something to annie she finally like got with it and she even though she was very much she didn't really want to open up to the doctor she kind of let it she let it happen she kind of listened to them she started getting on board with it um and she just started to understand. She started to listen more, and, um, yeah, so, basically, um, we're watching Ronnie go after Dana Sue, and Dana Sue kind of being unsure of everything, and I loved it so much, because even though, like, some of it, some of it seems forced in a way where, like, Ronnie just, like, forced himself on her sometimes, like, just to, like, get the point across, which I understand, but, again, I don't know, it just, like, I don't know, it's really cute, and, um, I especially loved how, like, I loved all the descriptions, like, he owns the new hardware store in town, and all this stuff, because he's, he's coming back to Serenity, he's staying in Serenity, like, I just love it so much, um, 
but there are things in this book that does happen in the series in this book specifically in this book specifically um we kind of i believe were 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 introduced to the idea of Helen possibly having children, and that's introduced in the series as well. Um, also, Ty and Annie in the series, it doesn't happen, but um, in the TV series yet, if it does happen, I'm gonna be so happy, but Ty and Annie do get together in a sense, and it kind of reminds me of a situation in life, but like, um, they do get, do get together. He's a senior, she's a junior, so she, um, he's leaving soon, so she, there's not that much time left, but they do both agree that they want to take things slow, and um, they would really like to be together um, until he leaves, because they do not want much expectation to happen where something goes wrong, and then they're, because they're, they've been best friends forever, their families are friends, um, so they don't really want to put that much into it in a sense they want to take things slow so there's not much expectation so when he does end up leaving for college in the fall um they're not as hurt in the end um but i love that moment when she finally told him how she felt because this whole book kind of brought annie in a more confident light where she really likes she really likes to Ty, and they talked about it in the first book and maddie and dana sue talk about it in this book and it was, it was really cute, and I loved it so much, and just, like, the cute little teenage love story that, like, happened, like, that you don't get, really, you don't get much of, but you get some of it, and it's so, so cute, so I'm very, very happy about how that happened. Um, also, um, you, it kind of, like, I don't know, I don't know, I, I, the book was really cute, um, I definitely would give it an eight and a half out of ten is not one of my favorites but it was so so good i would definitely read it again but it's not the top of my bucket list to read again it was really cute really good i definitely recommend it um this book is called cheryl woods a slice of heaven and if you're interested i'll link it in the episode notes below if you're interested in any of the um Spagnolia series in general I'll, I'll just link it all down below so yeah so i just want to thank you all for listening to today's episode um i have not been around that much i know and i promised i would be i'm kind of in a in a way rebranding in a sense because i don't know if hallmark's gonna be my thing anymore we'll see because hallmark movies like are my thing i love hallmark movies but hallmark right now in general is just not a thing that i'm um wanting to be behind in a sense because some of the things like them possibly not doing i don't know we'll see i'm just not i'm just not a fan of what calls the heart right now i'm also really in, like i'm just kind of like skeptical of some things um with hallmark reviews mysteries in general so um we'll see if i continue doing hallmark reviews i would i'm i want to do um a preview special of the um wedding veil trilogy series because i i'm also going to do a review on the wedding veil the first book the first um movie with Liz Jabert and kevin mcgarry interesting i have thoughts um it was really cute though so definitely recommend that um so yeah so if you're interested in seeing sweet magnolia, sweet magnolias like the actual tv show you can catch that on netflix season two season one's already premiering it's already premiered and stuff it's already on netflix um but season two comes out friday february 4th um so definitely check it out thank you all for listening hope you all enjoyed too i hope you all enjoyed today's episode and i really thank you all again for coming back and supporting my podcast 
Thanks again, and I'll see you all soon. Bye, everybody. Sometimes I feel like I done lost it And I don't even really know the cost yet But every time fear is on my mind You remind my soul that I'm free I know I can't go on my own You came so I wouldn't have to go it alone You took the long road so you could show me home Found love better than I've ever known So now I know that I can say You are exalted above everything on the earth that I've seen Cause I know that my dreams come alive And the love that you promised to me I'll keep singing your praise and you know I believe Darkness, you call my name out loud Used to think I had to do it on my own But I'm never alone now Even when I'm down in the darkness You call my name out loud Used to think I had to do it on my own But I'm never alone now